When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Low Tallest, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. I'm sorry my camera doesn't work. Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here and checking out the series. I do hope you hit the subscribe button. You get three new interviews every single week. New and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on your favorite artists and discover the new ones at all the usual spots in podcast land. That's iTunes, Apple Podcast, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. That's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, Belinda Carlisle. Going to be talking with the Go-Go's lead singer about her new EP. It's called Kismet. It's her first English-speaking album in over 20 years. And uh, wouldn't have even happened if she hadn't hooked up with Diane Warren. And that's notable because uh, they were the songwriting team that produced some of uh, Belinda's biggest solo hits in the 80s and 90s as well. So we want to hear about uh, how all this came to be and the thread maybe between her solo music and that of the Go-Go's. Uh, and having her classic sound appear in this new work, too. If you've been a fan for a long time, you're going to hear some of those hallmarks in these new songs. Uh, Belinda's also going to tell us about wanting to sing live with Dolly Parton, Cindy Lauper, and Debbie Gibson for the uh, 80 for Brady song that they did together. Uh, and we'll remember her 1993 album, Real, as it turns 30 this year. Of course, I'm going to ask, you know, post-Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, what is of the Go-Go's? Would there be a new album? All that's and a whole lot more. We're talking Kismets. It's Kyle Meredith with Belinda Carlisle. Hello, hello. What an honor and pleasure it is to 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 meet you and 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 get to talk to you and especially about new music, which you know you, you've been dropping the, a little single here and there, and you've had albums in the past, but uh, this seems like a different kind of return with Kismet. I, I guess the easy place to start is what brought this EP on. Well, I I mean it's a total accident. I was meant I was going to be you know slowing down and 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 in semi retirement, living a quiet life here in Mexico. And um, my son ran into Diane Warren at a coffee shop and she said, what is your mom doing? And um, let's call her. And so she's, you know, I got on the phone and she said, uh, I have some hits for you. Come down to the studio. And I was like, what? 
I don't, you know, and I was thinking, I don't know whether I want to commit to something like this um, because it's a lot of work and, and, you know, it's a good year and a half, two years out of your life of promoting and recording and doing the whole thing, you know, doing it right. So, but I went out of the studio and heard the songs and I just fell in love with them. So I said, I'm on. And, and that's how it happened. And um, yeah, so here we are talking. It, I mean, that really does have to say something about the songs themselves for you to like for, for whatever, you know, degree that you had made up your minds about what, you know, you wanted the next bit of the future to look like. So, you know, falling in love with the songs is one thing and then signing on at that point, what do you need out of it? So, I mean, are you looking for something specific out of these songs? Not really. No, I just, I, I, um, you know, first of all, it was like a gift, you know, and, um, and I just love this song. So, you know, I mean, I'm at the point in my life where if it's a hit, it's great. If it's not a hit, it doesn't change my life. So it's like, it's like working without the pressure of, you know, and, and expectations and, you know, nervousness, you know, and I've been on, you know, I've been on like a hamster with, well, you know, I haven't been on a hamster for a while now, but I was on one from age 20 to age 45 or 47. So, you know, I, I, I just think this is, this, this feels different um, because I don't have any expectations. I'm putting in good work though, because I love this stuff. And what am I went out of it? I don't, there's not, I, I can't answer that question because there's nothing, there's nothing that I want out of it except to really have fun. And, and, uh, and I'm proud of the work, I think. Well, they are such fun songs. And and if I haven't said that, I should. Because I guess the other side of this, too, is and, and the press release makes a good point to mention this. I mean, this is also not just, a, you know, a return to, to your partnership with Diane, but it's a return to your first full on English speaking, uh, you know, a group of music in, in a while. And again, right. aside from the occasional cover that, that's been put out there. And and I I read you you put it somewhere you said that I wasn't thinking I would ever make one again and I was quite happy with that idea. Yes, that I was. I mean, I had done I you know my my album I had an album in French, um, and then I had because I, I had a Kirtan album uh, mantra album because I chant every day. So I just I loved working that way because I was working from the hearts the heart and I really didn't think that I would be doing an English. Um, English speaking pop record. I mean, I had worked with the, some of the best songwriters in the world and I was like, been there, done that. So this was kind of surprise, uh, a big surprise to me. You find, and, and maybe I don't know if I'm stretching too far for this one. Do you find then that there's a connection to, to a, a pop record like this? But I mean, are there still roots to what you've been doing over the past few years? Is that thread still there? Oh, well, if I don't, if, if I don't have a connection to it, I won't, I just don't do it. And if I don't love it, I just don't do it. I don't, I just don't do it. I don't do it just to put it out there to make people happy, to make fans happy. I have to be happy, number one. And so whatever I've done, and I've done weird stuff, you know, the past, the past 20 years, but, but I've always, it's all, I've done it because I've wanted to, I mean, maybe the exception of a woman and a man, um, was a little bit different. I was in a different place. And, and, you know, I think the album suffered because of that, but I still, at the same time, you know, I mean, I was trying to be present for that album, but I think everything since a woman and a man, the occasional single, the French album, the, the mantra album, they've all, I've had a huge connection to them. 
And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the, the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A S T E P R O allergy.com. That's A S T E P R O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Belinda Carlisle. You know, when I think about that, the, the the mantra album and even, you know, the first single off off of this EP, you get big, big love. Right. And, and on one hand, here's a love song. But on the other hand, it seems like it could be speaking to something much more grander. And that's what I was getting to. Am I reaching too far from this? I mean, you know, <laughs> what what you can get out of a mantra and the idea of a big, big love doesn't seem too far from each other. Absolutely. It absolutely is. Yeah. I mean, you could definitely look at it that way. And, you know, with all with my life and the way that I, I you know, I have a whole routine that I start at 4 a.m., you know, with great teachers talking about great love and what love is. And, you know, your Ram Dass, your Eckhart Tolle is your Sadhguru. So there's definitely a, there's always been a connection to everything that I've I've done in my career. There's there's a thread for sure. And a song like that too, big big love. I mean, you know, here we have one of the you know the most common themes in, in pop music, and and I think, but still, you know, you're not asking for much, and and <laughs> for a big big love. But you know, that's it's a lifelong journey. And and talking about the threads, like you know, I look back to Big Scary Animal, 
you know that right. was uh as a songwriter as, as 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 an artist who who's had a career that now spans decade and your catalog is vast do you hear those moments as you're creating something new do there's like oh right that there is that connection to like a big scary animal or something like that um i think the the one time that i've well I I think with my with the go-go's and with my solo career. I mean, there's a thread between there there are two totally different types of music, but the thread is still there because you know, I came from California pop, very melodic, loved punk rock, did the melodic version of punk rock, then segued back into the sort of the the sort of production and and style that I grew up with. So, and but then the the other thread would be for me, my French album was almost like back going back to punk rock again, you know, with with the approach on that. So, I mean, I don't I've never thought too much about it while I'm doing it. But in retrospect, I can look at things and go, oh, yeah, you know, that makes sense, you know, and and uh, but not during the time because I'm too focused on on the work. And and while I'm thinking about it, because I brought up Big Scary Animal, that that album real it turns 30 in September and. <laughs> And I know that's not one of the most celebrated in your catalog, but I think it's right. one of my favorites. And I go back to it every now and then, and I'm still just a little bit pleasantly surprised how well it continues to age. And I think maybe it's because of that strip back nature that was so touted around that time. Right. But um, but it has a timeless feel to me. It really does. Compliments on that one. I think that I think that's one of my favorite albums that I've done. I mean. I knew I had to do something different at that time because I had done three albums with Rick Knowles and that was an amazing experience, but I knew, I just felt like I needed to like, just break out. And, you know, so working with Ralph Shuckett, you know, um, and Charlotte Caffey and her brother, and it was just, I mean, it was kind of ahead of its time and it, it, it got a lot of critical acclaim, you know, and that was kind of also going back to, the punk sort of, you know, very, very sort of organic, uh, kind of stripped down using loops and playing with loops and stuff. It was, I, I agree with you. I think it's, I think it's a really good album. Um, but unfortunately, you know, I mean, it could have gone, it could have done better, but there was at the time that was released, there was a lot of internal record, uh, record company changes. And when, when you're in, when you're in the midst of all that and you have material coming out, that's always bad. So in my experience has always been bad. So it never really got a chance to, to, to do anything, but I love that album. And that's, that's a story for so many records, unfortunately, that have uh, yep. gone oh, that yeah. fate, but, uh, but it is, it's a great record. And, 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 and in swinging back to this one too, because, you know, if we want to, we can find those classic sounds on here, like deeper into you. When I heard that one, I thought, Oh, there's a lot of classic sounds yeah coming from yeah. that one right there yeah it was um when I, I was when i was working with maddie gabrielle who is the producer on this and and you know we sort of i mean that song reminds me in some ways of i get weak it kind of harkens back to that it has that classic kind of mid-tempo feel but i mean i think that this is almost like a con not a continuation because that makes it sound like i'm trying to, to replicate the past, but it's a nice, it, it's a perfect segue from the Live Your Life Be Free album into the, into this, this new EP. I think it's, it's, um, it's similar in a lot of ways. It has a lot of that classic production, 
but a lot more modern too. Not a lot, not a lot of eighty sounds in there, except for Big Big Love, which was done purposely. Yeah. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Belinda Carlisle. So then on the total other side of that, Sanity, I mean, that gives a completely different mood on it. And I I kept thinking like that that must have been fun, right? I mean, the way the strings carry it. How did that one come about? Because that really is sort of the outlier in, in, in the group, I guess. Yeah, that's the word. That's such a weird song. And I loved it when I heard it. And um I don't know what to say. I mean, I I usually am attracted to really complicated melodies and that's probably the most complicated melody I've ever sung in my whole life, but it worked in in the studio when we were, when we were, I mean, I did most of the beat, uh, like 95% of all the background vocals on other tracks, you know, and, and, uh, and also with Maddie, all the vocal arrangements on, on, on for the background vocals. So, but that one, that one we brought in other people for because it needed we knew it needed to have like this weird these weird textures and stuff but i don't know i think in some ways that that song is my favorite of them all it's just such a weird weirdo you know totally weird and i love throwing it in there because i think it's gonna people are gonna go what was that you know (laughs) so um but it's a it was a really fun song a fun and difficult song to sing I checked all of my boxes. I'm with you. It's my favorite track on there. I mean, I know really? Big Big Loves. That's... Oh, yeah. Because I know Big Big Love. I mean, that's that's going to be a lot of people's favorite. But I like it when it gets a little challenging. I like it when it gets weird. You know, it's um, yeah. I mean, I'm the one who's saying I mean, not that the album real is a weird album, but it's still against the rest of your catalog. Again, you know, I use that word. It's the outlier. So that might not be as surprising when I think about it. Like, oh, yeah, of course, I would like Sanity the best. yeah that's actually yeah that makes sense but um yeah it was really fun just coming up like with that one I forgot the name of the band but I wanted this sort of weird kind of 60s sort of um it will count very California kind of background vocals which I think we achieved but you know at, at that point we needed to bring other people in for different textures but well it was just that you know making those that EP was like like such a joy for me. I haven't, I I haven't like, well, you know, I mean, I always said from Voila on, Voila was the first album that I got to make without feeling like the pressure of a record company or having to be this or having to be that or having to sound like that. And I thought after making that album, I never want to work any other way. I don't care if no one hears it. I mean, I love working like this. So um, that was the criteria for Wilder Shores. And the criteria for this too, but you know, I mean, I'm I am working with with Diane who who does um, who definitely has vision and um, a standard and 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 I you know I mean and and she's amazing. So you know, I have to really you know um, you know d- sort of take that on board too, out of respect and out of because I want to because she's a master at what she does. Well, it's a great, great partnership that you all have. And and I know, I mean, there are more yeah. songs beyond. I know Gonna Be You, which ended up on 80 for Brady. I mean, and and oh God, that cast of characters with you and Dolly and Cindy Lauper, Gloria Estefan, yeah. Debbie Harry. I like to imagine that you all have a weekly club meetup and this was just kind of formed <laughs> out of that. So the little text group is. <laughs> I, yeah, a book club. I wish, um, I wish. I mean, I hope that there's something comes up where, where we can all sing, be in the same room singing that that uh that song because it's it was you know such a 
I mean, what an honor for me. And, and uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was like, yeah, this feels really good singing with these girls. Really, really good. I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, and, and with the Go-Go's and, and coming off the rock hall and, and club zero, which I, I absolutely love that track. I, I think there was the idea that there would be more from there was what, what stopped that? Was that supposed to just be a one-off? Yeah, I don't think anybody was really interested in doing an album, <laughs> to be honest. You know, everybody's kind of, you know, we don't work together anymore. Everybody's kind of gone on their own their own way now. And and the idea of, of you know, an album is like, that's really intense. Everybody lives in different places in the world. And and I don't think anybody was really into the idea. I I wasn't because of the commitment and I really had to think hard about even my own thing which is less of a commitment to do that so I don't know I mean Club Zero is an amazing song for sure and um I just think that was a nice way to kind of you know wrap it up that's a it's a great one to wrap up if that's going to be it I mean I'll always be sad because I'm a greedy fan and I always <laughs> want more <laughs> yeah. so yeah. We, can, we can never be satisfied you know that yeah. Well, you know, I, I think there's something there's something to be said for for stopping at the top, you know, I mean, and not going on for too long. So I think it, bands can go on for too long. And, you know, I mean, we were all at our prime when we I think when we just like and that's it. That's it. And we, we cemented the legacy with the, of the band with the rock hall. And you can't you know that. Where does it where do you go from that? I mean, that's like the most amazing honor, you know. No, I mean some. Oh, geez, I, I'm a I'm a big REM fan. Talk about people that said we're done. That's it. There's no more. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's got to be that's that's an incredible thing for any band to do and and to kind of keep that. Um, I mean that that is absolute respect. I think it's a. I think if you can do it, it's hard. But if you can do it, it's kind of a good thing because then people can remember. Oh, you know, I mean, remember you when you performed at the Rock Hall and that was it, done and dusted. You know, and and. Uh, there was really not much more to do, uh, to be honest. And, and um, yeah, that's it. I mean, I think it was a really good way to, like I said, submit the legacy and finish. Yeah. Kaput. Yeah. Well, with this being an EP, is, is, is this part of a bigger album or is this just also supposed to be an EP with Kismet? Well, I mean, when you're working on it, Diane said, let's do an album. And it was like, well, you know, then there was, by that time there was the, Things were, you know, sort of um, already happening with like re release dates and strategies. So there wasn't any time, but I had such a great time. I'm not going to rule out going into the studio again and doing something because I had that. That's one of the best, you know, one of the best parts of my work is being able to. It's like putting together a puzzle, which I love puzzles. And, and uh, that's what it's like in the studio for me. So hopefully I could do it again. Well, again, uh, I love the relationship that you all have musically and and what comes out of it. Uh, these songs are so fun, and it's so great to have you doing this kind of music right now. Of course, I've uh, loved everything that you've done. Blenda, thank you so uh, much for uh, yeah taking the time to talk about it, too. Uh, thank you so much for talking to me. It's great. And my thanks to Belinda Carlisle. The new EP is called Kismet. You can find uh, interviews I've done with uh, several of the other Go-Go's as well here in the Kyle Meredith with podcast. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. And uh, please do, again, hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with the full series. Uh, new interviews every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so you get three a week to keep up with your favorite artists and discover the new ones 
at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, because that's where I do a show every weekday. That's uh, Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social media spots. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them. The address is at Kyle Meredith. So I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you so much and take care. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm around, so maybe we'll run into each other. Who knows? It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.